you having fun just staring from across the room you've got to stretch your stuff and i'll show you just what to do now you gotta dance gotta make your advance you gotta show you've got the guts i gotta move that'll make them swoop and it's called the two-step strut now dance with me Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Count Nolula, and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, The Crypt Keeper. Ooh, can you find me? I'm not giving up yet. I'm hiding. You've been hiding for two whole weeks. No. I'm not. You've been you've been hiding for one whole week now, but I'm going to find you. I'm not in the dumb waiter. Wait a minute. Are you hiding in the crypt, crypt keeper? No. I'm looking in the crypt. No, you don't need to look in the dumb waiter. I'm, I'm not looking in the dumb waiters again. You can't fool me three times. <laughs> look over there. No. Okay, you found me. I just love the crypt, you know. Even when I'm playing games, I can't help but being in here. Yes, I think we're going to end the bit soon because the Crypt Keeper voice is falling very quickly by the wayside. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> and see. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween prequels. Took me a little longer to find Madison than I thought it yeah. would, which is surprising because Madison decided to hide after desk chair in front of the microphone for a whole yeah. week. Yeah, you know. It's the last place I thought to look. I mean, I drove all the way to Chicago, and I looked. I mean, I went to the Jewel Osco by their place. I went to my old apartment. I went to Roots. Um, I went to that taco bar where we got drunk on tequila. That's pretty much the end of my reference points. My strategy is always to hide in plain sight, you know? Like... Mm -hmm. That's the last place. Like, well, it definitely helped that you put a piece of paper, like a, a sticky note on your head that said "invisible." Yeah. Like, I that helped a lot. Like, I just my brain could not. They just saw right through. Yeah, you. the point is for you to read the note and then to be like, right? Wait, maybe they aren't there. You know? Yeah, like invisible. invisible, and then under it, not Madison Jones. So read the note. Say, oh, not Madison Jones. Okay, I don't need to look at the rest of the person because I know they're not Madison. Exactly. Jones. The note says exactly. You can't lie in a note. Yeah. That's just the law. That's not even podcast law. Yeah. At cer certain points, I would just wear uh, a like captain's pirate hat, you know, um, mm -hmm. because it's like, oh well, Madison's not a pirate. Like that's that can't be that can't yeah. be them. And just a truly impressive array of fake mustaches. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes two at a time, one on top of the other, and it just really, I just wow, what a what a interesting mustache. I don't want to look at the rest of the person. I just want to look at this interesting mustache. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just try to captivate you into confusion. Yeah. Um, anyway, how are you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing good. Nothing to nothing to complain about. Nothing to report. Yeah. I mean, it took me a week to find you, but that's pretty much been the low point of my week. So I watched this movie today. Okay. Let's just say for anyone who might just be tuning in, we're doing Ready or Not. Normally, I don't. I think it's important to say, but sometimes we give them weird ass titles. True. So. For anybody who's just tuning in at, you know, five minutes into the episode, uh, we are 
doing Ready or Not. Uh, Madison, you watched it right before we started recording, and in fact, live blogged it on our Facebook yes. page. Yeah, what a fucking delight! Seriously, right. like I uh, sometimes when I'm watching movies for this podcast, I have my Switch in my lap and kind of like half pay attention to be honest because <laughs> especially if it's a really bad movie like money plane <laughs> um madison i've told you you can just say your penis okay, you don't cool. have to give it a cute nickname it, it's really interesting that i like this movie so much because mm-hmm. the main character the bride mm-hmm. like she doesn't have much of a personality <laughs> it's kind of does that thing where i feel like we're supposed to be we're supposed to like be her basically like in this situation right. like she she is so stripped down of any personality that i she's just a stand-in for us i think i have some thoughts on this that i will get back i'll get to in a little bit yeah. um but 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 every other person every single family member the dad the um sister-in-law mm-hmm. the daughter the daughter's uh husband or whatever like mm-hmm. they're they're so fleshed out and like i know exactly who they are and they're like so enchanting and like fun to watch like it was yeah i mean the family is the main character of this movie even though samara weaving is ostensibly the main character like mm-hmm. she's the main character the family are the stars and don't get me wrong samara weaving's fucking rad in this movie but like you said her personality is i'm not used to being around rich people like <laughs> i'm kind of a loner and now i have and now i am and also what the fuck yeah. and it's just kind of that's not a personality really i'm not used to being around rich people and i'm also not used to being hunted by rich people but yeah so i i like this movie a lot as well i do there, it is a, a little sparse in places a lot of the movie is samara weaving running places mm-hmm. which like i get it she's trying to escape but there is just an inordinate amount of watching her run down a hallway or run across the yard or run through the mm-hmm. woods. And it feels like we could have used that time one to flesh out her character two, if she had started like done a more of a fighting back, mm-hmm. plot, we could have used that time as well. I just, I, I like this a lot. I watch this movie probably at least once a month, really, maybe more. Oh, I love this movie. It's so good. I'll put it on while I'm like doing dishes or whatever, just because it's so like light and fun. Yeah. Which is weird to say about like a ostensible horror slasher, whatever. Yeah. Well, part of the movie, like and part of like the intensity of it, um, at least for the Mm -hmm. first time watching is like, is it real? Right. You know? Oh, exactly. And it's for people who haven't seen it very briefly is. uh, Go see it. Yeah, definitely watch it. Um, No, I meant stop this and go watch it and then come back. We're going to spoil it in what we do. Oh, 100%. And I think you should definitely go watch it before we spoil it, because I think what we have to do is talk about how the movie ends. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you five uninterrupted seconds to stop the podcast and then go watch the movie and then come back. And then I'm going to give you five interrupted seconds. Cool. And they're going to happen at the same time, starting now. Interruption. Interruption. Wait, don't pause it yet. Ooh, don't pause. Don't stop. We're not going to spoil it. Okay, spoilers time. Mike, have I ever told you you're one of the greatest improvisers that I've ever... <laughs> hey, listen. It's all about timing, and it's all about repeating interruption. That's that's my school of comedy. Yeah, yeah. Timing and repetition. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about it. Do you have any tomatoes before we start? This is going to be probably the quickest daddy's tomatoes we've ever done. We're not even going to put in the theme song because the theme song is going to take longer than the segment. I'm going to put a very Mm -hmm. abbreviated, sped up version of the theme song. Uh, So our only tomato comes from Pun L, who gave us a half a star and just cut right to the chase. 
of what really has bothered everybody about this movie. This is not Margot Robbie, goddammit. End of review. <laughs> it is not Margot Robbie. I actually, when... I spent a while trying to decide if it was Margot Robbie the first time I saw yeah, it. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was Margot Robbie legitimately when the movie started. Because the uh, Samara Weaving looks uh, very And at similar. that point, I had never heard of Samara Weaving before. Like, since she's been in Bill and Ted, she's been in Guns Akimbo, she's been in things. Like, because of Ready or Not, she is now a known quantity. But at the time, I had no idea who she was. And I was like, is that Margot Robbie? And it feels like they probably wanted Margot Robbie and couldn't get her. And they went with Samara Weaving, which is not a knock on Samara Weaving at all. It's like when other movies where I've said, like, it's very clear they wanted this actor and could not get them because of the way they then casted that character. Yeah. So with that review out of the way, or that tomato, I do have one more review. Um, this was not through Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this review comes from my mother. Did not give this a star rating, but did say, quote, this is the weirdest freaking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> End of review. One night I was at my parents' house, and it was over the weekend, and so it was late, and we were all just maybe a little bit drunk. And my dad had gone to bed, and mom was asleep on the couch, and she told me to watch whatever I wanted. So I was like, ah, I'm kind of drunk. I'll just put on Ready or Not and chill out for a couple hours and then go to bed maybe. And she kind of woke up right at the beginning and asked what was what this was. So I told her. And then she ended up watching the entire movie with me. And my mom hates horror. She hates gore. She hates all of it. And I was just like, my brain just became, how far into the movie can I get before my mom gives up and quits? And she watched the whole fucking movie. It was great. And she had some comments, but the best one out of all of them was when at the end, as we'd mentioned for spoilers, uh, when Alex finally dies mm -hmm. and explodes, my mom, without any reaction, just very dispassionately went, the house is on fire. She should get out. Yeah. Did not respond at all to the fact that this entire rich family who had been hunting her for sport the whole time exploded. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I was actually very on the same wavelength of your mother in that I knew they were, like, in a rush to, like, sacrifice her and everything. But right. there was a fire, like, a huge fire going on in the house. I think they should have put the, put the drapes out before they started the ceremony. <laughs> that's that's my opinion. But they were like, oh, uh -huh. no, like, let's just, like, we'll, we'll sacrifice her, then put the fire out. <laughs> like, and back to your point earlier about Samara Weaving's character. Uh, what was her name in the movie? I can't remember. All of a sudden, it's escaping ooh, me. Grace? Grace. Yeah. With watching this with my mom and you saying that she's supposed to be kind of a stand-in for everyone, every turn she'd enter a room, my mom would be like, I try to throw a chair through that window. And within five seconds, Grace would pick up a chair and try and throw it through the window. She'd like get to the fence. Oh, I try and climb the fence. She starts trying to climb the fence. And I had to start seriously wondering if my mom has ever been hunted for sport <laughs> and just not told us. Because she was on that wavelength from day one. Like from go, she was on that. That she's like, oh, she should rip that dress up so she can run easier. Immediately starts ripping up the dress. Like in my my live watch uh, on Facebook, I mentioned the bride Grace definitely has a proficiency in improvised weapons because yeah. through the entire movie, she is just grabbing shit, attacking like with whatever is around in her environment. Mm -hmm. Like she is highly skilled, highly adaptive, but also like empathized with her in mm -hmm. that chair scene where she was about to throw it out the window, and then it was like. Mm -hmm. Oh, she saw someone coming, but also this would make a bunch of noise, right? You know, like, and like, they would know exactly where I am. So like, oh, it was a good idea to put it down, right? Oh, no, a hundred percent. I wasn't disputing her choices. Mm -hmm. It was more that as, as soon as my mom said something, Grace then attempted to do that exact yeah. thing. And it was just like, oh. Okay. Yeah, but she's very human. That's what I'm saying. Like, like she's, mm -hmm. she's oh, exactly. very. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about my yeah. mom. Yeah. <laughs> 
I meant Samara Weaving, but also, uh, also, also your mom. Definitely. And anybody who suggests otherwise, <laughs> I'll, I'll get you. I'll find you. My mom is definitely human. Okay. So uh, that was the end of the reviews. Most of the reviews were either fairly succinct, f- actually like decent points were being made. None of them were really like our kind of jam, our tomato jam. So um, I just had the one and then the review from my mom. So I'm done with the tomatoes. If you've got anything... If you got any headlines, bylines, ley lines? I got nothing. Um, you got any Dre lines? Dre line? Like Dr. Dr. Yeah. Dre? Yeah. Any Dre lines that you know? I need a doctor. I need a doctor to bring me back to life. That's not a Dr. Dre okay. lyric, um, but it is in uh-huh. in one of his songs. Like he's not saying okay. that. So. Well, now that you've sung the theme song, what's what's an actual Dre line that you know? <sighs> I don't know any. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't think of anything. No, sorry. Well, that's a bit we now have to throw away because you failed yeah. us. We'll throw it in the goat pit with Madison's liquids. That was another thing. Oh. Um, <laughs> the goat. That was something that I'm like, why do they have goats? Because they sacrifice them. To yeah, them. yeah. Because I'm like, I didn't. It didn't click until after I was done watching the movie because I was still thinking about the goats. I'm like, why do they have the goats? And then um, I was like, oh, because every other year they just sacrifice a goat. Like, mm-hmm. but this year, presumably, yeah. This year they're sacrificing. Some are weaving. Mm-hmm. I was I watched this recently with a group of people, um, and everybody was trying to figure out like is every game that they play like a death game, and like oh no, it's just the hide and seek. But like when Fitch Bradley says I played Parcheesi, is like wait, was it like murder Parcheesi? No, he said no. He actually said I played old, old maid. maid, right? Old maid. Yeah, bad. yeah. I, that would be interesting, but also I kind of like that it's just the one game, mm. and also the fact that you know that there was a long conversation about whether or not they could call Fitch Bradley Milton Bradley. Yeah, yeah. My thing, and like, if we want to get into, I don't know if we want to start the timer yet. My th- what I thought was going to happen at the very end of the movie is mm. after they started all exploding, like uh, mm-hmm. tomatoes with firecrackers in them. Basically, I thought she was going to explode. Because she got married, right? And like right. everyone else got married too. Like, like so she is technically part of the family at that point, right? So this time watching it, I'm sorry, unless you had more of a point, I'll wait. Not really. Like, I just thought like, oh, she's definitely going to explode too. Like, that's like whatever's going to happen to all of them is going to happen to her because she is now part of this family. So I was surprised that she didn't. So I have a couple ideas and those are, these are all like, I guess, headcanon, if you will. One, right before Alex's turn came up and then therefore possibly her turn, she said, I want a divorce and took off the wedding ring. That could that could count in Devil Packs as being out. Also, the fact that she was the sacrifice maybe excludes her from this because the idea was she has to die or they do. So maybe she gets to live either way. Again, the film doesn't explain that. There was one person who started asking some very good questions like this at the very beginning in the group watch, and I told them, like, you're asking very good questions that this movie has absolutely no interest in. Yeah, answering. yeah. They're not really looking to dig into the details of the the deal with Mr. LaBelle, a.k.a. Satan. They're more interested in Samara Weaving running down hallways while somebody tries to murder her. Which, I mean, fair play. But again, to this point, there are some questions at the end that are left open. Like, um, does she actually uh, inherit now? Because, I mean, technically she's weird. I have an idea for that. That gets into the pitch, though. Our pitch time. Yeah. Yeah, let's just go into it because I think we're like scratching the surface on like what we think the next movie should be. Our time starts now. So I have a couple ideas. I'd like to go ahead and go first. This yeah, time. go ahead. Oh, one, I have an idea that we can do another branch of the family. Uh, we don't have to include Samara Weaving. If we do, my idea is that she's going around basically um, stopping the various 
Dumas clans from killing the brides or the, in this case, grooms on the wedding day so that they all like fall. I have another one we could do without, it doesn't have to include grace, but it would be a family. But this time it's some kind of like thing with God instead of the devil. Okay. Um, and they play games. I have a really dumb idea that it is a legal drama and it's her trial, but it's a court that believes in devil packs. So basically part of the Dumas <laughs> clan is trying to prove the slayer rule like in Knives Out yeah. because by not being killed, she sort of is the reason they died. Like a legal argument could be made that she killed them by not dying. I'm not saying it's a good argument, but we can make this a weird legal drama <laughs> instead about devil packs. And that way we could dig into a lot of that. I'm not saying that that is the best option. It is just one that occurred to me that I wanted to at least get out there because I think it's funny okay. as an idea. Okay. Um, and then the last one is she gets another round, but it's a different murder game. Um, I wrote down a few options. One of them I wrote down that I got excited about was Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. But that feels more like maybe a Truth or Dare sequel spinoff than this movie, maybe. Yeah. I like the idea of she hasn't escaped it. She just carries it on, right? Like, so... Oh, so now she has to put on the game every time. Yeah. And... Oh, okay. That's something... And maybe we can marry two of the that idea with something else, like within one of your ideas. I feel like the little we know about Grace's character, it really feels against everything about her that she would like continue the the tradition. It makes sense that she might want to stop it, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like engaging in the game with other like clans to like take them out so that this is done would make sense i just don't think the idea of well now you're the you inherited all this because you did marry in now it's your responsibility to continue to like run mm -hmm. hide and seek games instead of being the person who's being sought after she did also leave the family at the very end like saying i want a divorce so maybe like right but that's not necessarily legally binding sure at that point yeah. like sure also the fact that i mean if she gets out of this one she's gonna lose her whole probably that whole arm where she got shot through the hand yeah oh because of sepsis also drove a nail through it from the opposite end god yeah so uh, obviously the nail, a nail at the top of what is basically a corpse pit in a goat, in a goat barn. barn like there's no way that was sterilized no. <laughs> anyway my point is that like i could see her she would definitely inherit everything legally mm -hmm. unless somebody can prove she did it. I mean, that's a whole thing. That's what we came back to the legal drama. There's no bodies. There's just big like sludge piles where they exploded. Um, hmm. But I'm not actually pitching for the legal drama. I just, but I don't know. I think we need to decide. All right, let's decide this first. Is Grace in it? I think so. What about this? She moves on afterwards and she finds a new person and gets mm -hmm. married and has a kid. And then what if, LaBelle appears to her saying like okay. now you're the leader of the family right like or like or like now that you have a family uh continue the game with we need to continue this or I'll kill your entire okay. I'll, I'll kill everything that you have obtained again right to me like the dropping the dropping the ring at the end doesn't like ab absolve her from being uh, affected by this pack. I'm not saying that either. I'm just, I don't, I think that I'm pausing for a second. Cause now we're talking like, not philosophy. When LaBelle kind of appears in his chair and nods at her, I took it as that was sort of the like, okay, we're done here. Like you did it. You won. You're free to go. Okay. I'm not opposed to the idea of LaBelle appearing to her again and basically being like, same deal. Do you want back in? Like basically, do you want the same deal I offered? Cause you are now like the head of the LaDumas family. Mm -hmm. 
because that is true. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think he's like, I'm off, I'll offer you the same deal, maybe better terms. Like we can negotiate the terms. And I think she turns him down and he goes, okay, well then I guess I'll just go. And he like, he picks a different family now. Okay. Um, And maybe then she tries to infiltrate that family and kill them. Like similar thing, like fuck up their ritual. Cause she knows what will happen. Yeah. More people like her are just going to get married to the family. They're going to get hunted for sport and sacrificed to Satan. Okay. So that way she's still in the system, if you will, but she's not right. I just cannot fathom a movie that I would want to watch where Grace is the one running the murder ritual. Sure. Okay. I have an idea. We'll start our time again. I have an idea and a twist. Okay. So what if Grace has a, no, she doesn't have a family. Damn it. Okay. What what if she has a, what long lost could work? Yeah. Or maybe like a foster sister. Right. Or something like that. Sure. Something like that. She was in the foster care system. So what if we do the scene where um, maybe so she gets married, she has a kid, um, maybe they're falling on hard times, like like she lost she loses her job, like they have like a bunch of bills or whatever, maybe her son or maybe her husband has some sort of illness and they have like a lot of medical bills or something. And like, mm-hmm. um, it's all very expensive. And uh, LaBelle like shows up to her is like, do you want do you want a pact? And she says, absolutely not. No, like, like, I think she considers mm-hmm. it. And you think maybe she's going to do it because it's like, oh, it's for my thing. But like the horror that she experienced is too much. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, never. I could never do that. Get away from my family. Um, And then he's like, OK, fine, I'll leave. But just know, I always find ways to get what I want basically. Mm-hmm. Um, if not you, someone else. And so I think her sister is, uh, or her foster sister is getting married very similar to the first movie to this like rich family. And mm-hmm. I think uh, Grace is like very distrusting of them just because of her experience. And um, she sees that basically the same thing is plotting out like, um, like they have the box or whatever. And mm, yeah, she sees the box. Or she sees like the that. box and she's super worried. And like, she's trying to prevent the game from happening. And I think that's like the chunk of the movie. What I want the twist to be at the end is mm-hmm. because I want that whole thing with the family and like her foster sister to be a red herring. I think mm-hmm. what we find out is that at the end, Bale, after appearing to Grace, appealed to her husband and offered him the same deal. Oh, so and so you, he's running the game for the other family. So so part of that is part of why it's going on is because he made the deal. Right. So Grace's husband, who we'll just we'll call him Chad sure. for now. Chad made a deal with Mr. LaBelle yeah. for the money and the success, yeah. right? And so the sister, the foster sister, is now going to marry an entirely separate rich family and hunted for sport because the husband made a deal. And I think that's what we would need to flesh out. I just like the idea that he accepts the deal, actually. Like, I think she turns down the deal, then he he accepts it. I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm fine with that. But I think the the majority of the movie is whatever the red herring is. I think it, the, the movie makes more sense if we just run it. And at some point, we, we basically just, we do the first movie again, in a way. It's the foster sister or some best friend who is now like a sister to Grace. Mm-hmm. Grace is the, um, the maid of honor at their wedding. She doesn't want to be here. It's a rich person wedding. This is, yeah. I mean, not to make a lot of the room, this is very triggering for her. She starts to see the signs. She sees the box even. 
and she starts freaking out and she's gonna she ends up helping the friend sister whatever through the game at some point she explains like we get this explanation of Mr. LaBelle came to her back when her and her son, whatever, when the friend was really ill or something and offered her a deal and she turned him down. But she, so she doesn't know, like, they're not, why is this happening again? She doesn't understand. That's where at the end of the movie, we have the twist reveal that the husband said yes. Yeah. And maybe the husband, maybe Chad's part of that group as well. It's three of them now fighting off the family. Yeah. Or or he gets captured at some point, and then it's revealed, no, I got captured on purpose because I'm on their team, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we get rid of the foster sister and that whole separate family. What okay. what if it instead is the sister of Chad? Okay, so Chad's sister. So I like that. That better. makes more. I think, I think that, that makes more sense. Yes. And then I think maybe Bale doesn't actually appear to Chad. I think maybe he appears to Chad's sister. And, and she agrees to be hunted for sport. I think it works better if it's Chad. Honestly, one, it is, it's a white dude doing something shitty for personal gain. Sure. Two, the, I, I see a scene where Samara Weaving is, Grace is kind of like, you sold out your sister. Yes, for generational wealth, Grace. What Look what we could do for our children and our children's children. Like this callous, hollow man. I think that fits better with the tone of the first one of this guy who's willing to sell out his own sister for generational wealth and to live a life of luxury. And all he has to do is this. Like, I think that that tracks easier with the first movie. Yeah. Again, it's shitty dudes basically selling out women. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think to even like turn it a little bit, he was willing to sacrifice his sister because Mm. she's because maybe she's like the fuck up of the family or something or like uh, like sort of I somewhat meanly referred to the sister in the first movie uh, as cocaine sister, (laughs) because that's I mean. That was her whole thing. See, I, myself and others refer to her as brown-haired niece because that's what Aunt Helena calls her. Oh, yeah. When she's like, oh, Aunt Helena, Helena. We didn't even talk about Aunt Helena and like how crazy she is. I mean, we're almost out of time here. We can talk about that okay. in a minute. Uh, I think we need to finish putting the bones yeah, on yeah. this or the, a little bit of the meat because we have the bones. Two more things. One, I think I can also see a bit where she's like, who else are you willing to sell out? Would you, would you sell out me? And he goes, oh, I, or he goes, no, LaBelle won't take you because you, you've already won. Like you're, you have immunity. He won't like, unless you want to sign a deal, he won't take it. But this idea of like imply that he would have sold out grace, but he wasn't like LaBelle said. Yeah. I think LaBelle Um, is scared of Grace. Yeah. Well, I also think I like the idea of LaBelle as a kind of a man of honor. Like I, my, my favorite trope when you, when people portray Satan is as I made a deal. That deal is ironclad. You, you won the deal. Like, you know, you won this game by the rules. You're free to go, and I'm not mad. I'm not going to fight you. Like we made a deal, and you, or we made a bet, and you won. Mm-hmm. Like the fiddle of gold against your souls. I think I'm better than you. Like that kind of aspect of it. So I like the idea that LaBelle is just like, no, Grace is off the table. Yeah, she did her part. She's won. We're not. We're not bad. Like Grace is not going to be hunted. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Also, I think there's like game recognized game, right? Like, and oh, like, exactly. It's exactly. like, oh no, she's outsmarted me before. I'm really not going to get into a negotiation with her or like any sort of thing. Like. I uh yeah. I'm not going to put any more of my deals up against Grace Ledumas, I guess now. Yeah. There's no way like I'm not going to tangle with her again. Uh you however, and maybe your sister like you'd like to do. And then that's how we get into it. I still think that that works. And I I like that portrayal of the devil more than like the like lip-licking trickster who's always trying to screw everybody mm-hmm. over. Yeah. The other question then becomes what is the game? Yeah, I, that that has to be I played. think that's like what we need to talk about next cuz I what a, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be hide and seek again. No. I have an idea that could work. Okay. 
capture the flag. Capture the flag. Okay. I had another idea that we had a band that uh, doesn't work now because this is too good. Uh, when I was thinking about maybe having more people in the movie, but Red Rover. I was just thinking <laughs> that. I was just thinking that in my mind. I'm like, what would that look like? And, and yeah, I'm, that doesn't work I'm imagining as well, someone but... being sliced in half by two people's arms or something. Like, Although. What if it's like field day? You know, like, and like, it's like a bunch of yard games. <laughs> Welcome. What, what card did you draw? Decathlon? Yeah. We have to do 10 murder events? The the Scottish games? <laughs> What's Pogs? Um, I do have an idea for Red Rover, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Two sides of a very long hallway, and it's like a classic murder hallway of, like, dark poison darts come out of the walls or spike traps in the floor, and you have to just hoof it down the hallway and get to the other end. So you call a person over, and if they drop, they drop. And they have to, so you call one person over, and if they drop, they drop. Another idea, I, I like that. Um, another idea is just tag. Ooh. Actually, tag works really I well. I think tag looks, would work really well, and it's if you are touched, you now... Cut, if you're cut. If you're cut. Because, well, we need a kind of, not a slasher element, but we still need a little bit of blood. So I think everybody's got like a, like knives or like a small like a cleaver, and you're just like, like a slash. You don't have to like disembowel somebody, mm-hmm. but you have to draw blood. Yeah. It's kind of like... And then it's kind of like paintball. It's like if you if you got a cut, it's like oh you're out or something or you're it. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you get cut, you're it. And so it's at dawn. They need the bride to be it. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just maybe the bride doesn't have to be. Maybe it's just someone, right? You know, like one person gets sacrificed, mm. like and whoever. But because they're a whole family, it's usually. That's not bad. I and it's maybe yeah maybe LaBelle has altered the deal. Pray I do not alter it further. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has altered it because he lost the entire Ladumas family in one night. Like, okay, no more. I just, I need one person dead. Yeah. And it might be you based off this game. But like, if your whole family dies, that's a wash. I no longer have that pull. Like, and there, nobody's making sacrifices there anymore because you're all fucking dead. Yeah. The deal is now one person will die at dawn. Yeah. But I do th- feel like we need an option to kill the whole family. Like, we need a, a ripcord option that kills. Yeah. Like, what what would prevent someone from being it? Like, you know, like, like what? how would the deal fail, uh, I guess? I... I have an idea. I mean, there's two ideas I have. One, I like the idea of see the the, the one person has to die is very good mm-hmm. because then you get a whole family of rich people turning on each other. Yeah. Because there's there would probably be a rule of like no tag backs. So like if uh, what's the sister's name? Let's go ahead and name that character. Um, L. L. Yeah. Perfect. We're gonna get. I'm gonna look up the actress's name. We're gonna get the actress who played um, Keanu Reeves's daughter in Bill and Ted Face the Music because Samara Weaving was in that yeah. as um, Alex Winter's daughter. Let me look up her name while I'm talking. So the idea is no tag back. So once L tags like the dad of the family, she because he could just turn around and get her yeah. back. So that's not an option. And now it's the rich family having to like at some point it's like oh fuck okay we have to one of us has to get tagged. Okay, well I'm going after you. Well why the fuck you're coming after me? Go after them, whatever, and then yeah. like. And what if it's just like instead of cut, it's like wounds. We get like a little bit of like a like we can mix up the weapons that are being used, sort of like in the first one. Uh, Bridget Lundy Payne. Okay. Is the actress? Cool. I think actress, actor, actrix. They're non-binary, so I don't know the exact term. What if it's just wounds, not like necessarily cut, like or sure? Do you want it? Does it need to be like? contact you need to get up towards I the mean, person i feel like it has to be kind of contact otherwise it could just be paintball yeah the point of tag is you get right up on them and you touch that person mm-hmm. so like i'm not a, it doesn't have to be nice i'm just thinking of like a movie in which everybody's basically just like cutting each other 
and tag. And it could be like deep cuts. It doesn't have to be nicks. Like it could be just a nick will count. But sometimes it's somebody gets like a knife into their back, like their shoulder. Okay. Like stabbed deep. Like that's what I'm thinking. And then that way then we can kind of escalate as the movie goes on to the severity of cuts. And the more they get cut, the more blood they're losing, the more fucked up they are. Like that also elevates sure. as the movie goes on, as people get or getting tagged. Sure. Um, what if, um, are you familiar with the concept of idle hands? I've maybe like the devil like oh like yeah. the, idle hands are the devil's plaything. then yes when there used there's a very old black and white silent film called idle hands where it's like this guy's mm-hmm. um this guy's hands um keep killing people somehow and it's like right were they it, like they he had hand transplants and they were a murderer's yeah. hands or something Is yeah, that yeah, right? yeah yeah okay so grace definitely lost her hand after the first movie right um i, I can't come on. i can't let you finish come on this sentence. come on okay let me finish it we're getting into evil dead territory here. But there's like this whole other element where what if in her hand that she has, like maybe it's like a prosthetic or maybe it's like a robotic or maybe it's just gone or like um, mm-hmm. like LaBelle speaks to her or something like that. Maybe she doesn't like, maybe it doesn't help her or maybe it does help her. What if, what do you think about that? I Why? It doesn't make any sense. About what use would it be? Uh like, what does this add to the movie other than you think it sounds fucking cool? Uh, like, I need, I'm not opposed to adding things because they're cool. You need to find a reason to justify this in the movie beyond you just think it sounds dope. I think, well, maybe LaBelle wants her to win. Maybe she, he doesn't want her to die. Okay. This actually ties in with an idea I had that I hadn't gotten to. I think the, the win condition of the whole family dies is if Grace dies because she's off the table. Yeah. And so LaBelle is talking to her through her idle hand, I guess. He's trying to help her get out of the house and she doesn't realize why until near the end. And so she ends up sacrificing herself to be it at the end and die so that everybody else, like the entire family fucking dies. Yeah. That, and that would, I mean, we'd kill Grace, but it would be a sacrifice play. Yeah. Well, maybe she sacrifices herself. If she sacrifices herself, does the deal stay? Does the pack stay or you think it ends? Oh, I'm saying the idea was their deal was somebody dies at midnight or at dawn and they will continue to with the the wealth and everything, but except for Grace, Grace is off the table. She is not to be killed because or sacrificed because she won the game she was a part of. Okay, and so like she's there, and she and Chad are taken prisoner in quotes. He's 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 part of their team. This is all for show. Grace figures out, oh, if I die, like I'm off the table. So if I die, that entire family, the the deal is null and void. The whole family dies now. Okay, a la. The, the Ladumas in the first movie. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the way we kind of she beats LaBelle again and takes the whole family off the board is by being it at dawn. Okay. I like that. We don't have to do the devil hand. Like she could just and do maybe that. Maybe she doesn't die. Maybe she just if she has if she's it at dawn, okay, well I'm the sacrifice. Oh, but I'm off the table, so you're all fucked. Mm-hmm. Cause I like the idea of Grace not I I get she would make the sacrifice play, but I really want her to be alive to just be like, I fucking beat you again, Satan. Yeah. Or like I'm two and zero against the devil. Or what if it's like so? What if like it's because LaBelle or the devil lives in her hand? It's like you're also I, killing the devil. I don't want. I don't know if the devil lives in her hand. I think I I could get on board with like it's a weird. They communicate somehow through the hand. I don't think the devil lives in her hand. <laughs> like I, this movie has elements that are our bag. I feel like escalating it to oh, they might also kill the devil is maybe more than. I mean, that's a it is an escalation of like at least yeah, but that's for like movie five. 
that's not the second movie where we're just basically going back to the same drawing board with a few tweaks to make it a sequel. It's like, oh, we've been doing this for a while, like the natural progression of, it's like after Rocky beat up Ivan Draco, the Russian, that basically they said the only, the next thing we could do would be Rocky fights the Martians because that's like, that's what's left. There's so much room left to play with. I don't think the idea of we might kill the devil. <laughs> well, I was just saying like, that's the end. That's how they end the pact. And like, she actually ends up saving everyone, you know, like that's how it's like, oh, you kill the devil or you kill, you hurt the devil in some way to end the pack. But I don't know, maybe the idle hands thing is getting this way too complicated. So I'm sorry I introduced it. I think, I, well, I think uh, here's what I'm, I, I'm not, it's not too complicated. I think it's a, a little much. I think it's a good idea that you've brought in that there is a way that LaBelle is communicating with Grace mm-hmm. and he's trying to help her escape the house and get away, not help, not to help um, L at all he's trying to get grace out of the picture because if she ends up getting it by dawn the whole family dies and that's again a whole branch of this sacrifice pack that's cut off now because no one's gonna be making sacrifices because they're all dead she figures it out and joins the game and is it at dawn because she's immune she has immunity she doesn't die but the whole family does because the pact was broken that's my point that's my pitch so grace lives but that's how we 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 establish early on. Oh, it's just whoever's it dies. But then we establish Grace has immunity from having won the Ledumas game, as they refer to it. Sure, the Ledumas game. So if she's it at dawn, that the pact is broken. They broke the rules. Grace isn't to be sacrificed. So the whole family dies, and that's how she beats the devil again in full and like wipes the board of another whole set of his like his pieces instead of just one of them. So he keeps getting sacrifices. Okay, I'm fine with that. It's just. I, I think it. I think the movie then is. I don't think Grace. Grace has to slowly come to realize that. Then. Oh, like, absolutely. That's what I'm like, saying. Like that's the thing. Like I. I don't think that can be evident. I don't think that can be evident from the get go that Grace is off the oh, table. Oh, absolutely not. That Grace is off. I'm the with table. you because that. Like, I think the suspense. The suspense of it is ruined. So I think then Grace is playing because she thinks she has to play because she doesn't want to die and then i think something is guiding her away Mm -hmm. and like i think like everything in her being is saying get away get away run um Mm -hmm. and then i think she's on the precipice of escaping maybe with chad or maybe with not i don't know if she's like says fuck you uh, at that point and then she's like wait a minute what am i doing like what maybe i should stay and then maybe her hand like Mm -hmm. reaches for the door Mm -hmm. without her realizing it and then like it's like wait i'm not doing this and then she loses control of it and like she like it keeps pulling the door then she's fighting against it and then she's like no i have to go back i am the key to ending this this is good this is really good i know exactly how we still work in your idle hands idea and it's not like a demon hand she can be prosthetic whatever she's wearing the wedding ring on her middle finger of that hand uh... the her wedding ring she has it on, like on the middle finger she's not wearing it on like her ring finger cuz whatever for for obvious reasons but she still has the ring probably for like Oh, I'm still part of like I'm the Ledumas person, like whatever, like that's me. But because it was the wedding ring from that game, that's like the devil's channeling or like speaking to her through the ring or trying to control that hand through the wedding ring. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I agree with you. Grace has no idea about this deal. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think she also can't get the wedding ring off. Like like she tries yes. she tries to take it off, but it won't yeah. come off. Yeah. So I think that um we open the movie like real real quick just to kind of get all on the same page of where we are. We open the movie. They're at the wedding for L. 
Grace is the maid of honor. She's married to Elle's brother, Chad. She doesn't trust this whole situation because it's a rich person wedding. And the last time she was at one of these, it was her wedding. Mm -hmm. Things go basically the way they went the first time. Elle has to play tag. Yeah. Grace is like, all right, well, fuck this. Like, I'm also in. Like, you're not you're not doing this without me, blah, 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 blah. They're playing tag. I think we focus a lot more on Elle. Like, Grace is in it to some extent, but not as like, like kind of co-main characters, if you will. At some point, Grace is being like, like, just has these great instincts on where to hide, how to get out, like, etc. She gets to the door and is like, well, no, I can't leave without L. But her hand is like trying to get to the door. Yeah. And she realizes, I think what she realizes is like one of the family members comes up behind her and she turns around. And they're like, oh, oh, it's Grace. Shit. Okay. And they like leave. And Grace is like, okay, that's fucking weird. They just left me alone. What's going on? And they're like, oh, don't think about it. Don't, th- don't, don't think about that. Too. Just go, get out. You can get out now. It's like, no, hold on a minute. And so she goes back in to figure this shit out and gets like captured. And she and Chad have been captured now. But it's like, okay, this doesn't make any sense either. Why aren't we being tagged or whatever? Like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it would be better if no one knew about Grace's immunity, right? Well, Chad has to because he's the one who made the deal. Okay, so then it's a secret. Maybe Chad, we cut back at some point to Chad telling the rest of the family, nobody can kill Grace. Like, Grace is off the table here. But I don't think it's evident. Exactly. But that's my point. She becomes suspicious when one of the family members who's it, like, catches her off guard. And instead of tagging her, they're like, oh, shit, it's Grace. God damn it. And they walk away and they don't tag her. What if it's a... I think we could set up a lot of scenes where she should have been tagged or should have escaped or shouldn't have been mm-hmm. able to escape, but she does like, and maybe there she's hiding in the kitchen again or something. And, um, she knocks something over when someone else is in it and like, Oh shit, I gave away my mm-hmm. position. I should run. And then she just runs as fast as she can. But then she turns around like there's nobody chasing her. Right. Exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Scenes like that where she's, it's becoming increasingly weird that she's not being tagged or pursued. Yeah. And then at some point I think she gets captured and that maybe near the third act, like is the beginning of the third act is when she realizes and figures out like, like Chad just tells her at this point, like he unmasks as Mm -hmm. the villain, as the, the deal maker. And at that point she gets free and basically spends the rest of the movie hunting down the people in the house and making them like stab her or tag her. So she is assured that she's it. And they're like lunging at her to like for the same thing. Like it's almost a battle of no stab me. No stab me. No, you stab me. Like, And she, then she's trying to just keep away and at that point, like, win yeah. by being it. But she'll get fucked up again, I think, in the movie. Like, maybe Elle does, too. Yeah, I, I imagine there's a scene where I think we need to have at least one scene where she accidentally gets cut by, like, maybe the maybe yes. maybe by Chad. And mm-hmm. she and he's like, oh, no, you've been wounded. It's like, OK, but you're not it. And then he's like, yeah, it's like, but you're not it. Right. And he's like, no, I'm not it. But uh, and then I want a scene where they're like teaming up and she she cut she cuts someone and then they're it now. And then she doesn't even realize she did it. Right. And that was the idol. Okay. And that was the idol hand doing it for her. Right. Oh, gotcha. To keep her from to being keep her it. from being it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't be Chad that makes her it. And originally it could be anyone or like um, and it was right. That's what I'm saying. Something happens and she becomes it. Yeah. And that's where it starts to click together. What's going yeah. on. And then we have Chad big give a big villain speech to reveal mm-hmm. what happened. And then she takes off into the house and is now actively playing to become it so that she can. And maybe she like, I don't know, because it's like, we'll say it's like a bionic hand because one, she's super rich. Sure. Because I feel like she has to like basically break off the finger with the ring on it to 
break the bale's control of the idle hand okay uh, and I, I just feel like doing that with like a, a, a fleshy human hand is probably making her cut off her own finger that way it's probably more gratuitous than we want i mean it's worse than the nail thing probably what if there's a scene i have a lot of kitchen scenes i guess and for this she realizes it and like i think when she's running away from chad they almost escape she runs away from him ends up in the kitchen and then puts her hand in like the blender or like she's like realizes she realizes that because i think like she gets back into the house but then like her arm like reaches towards the door again yeah i think at that point when bale realizes she knows he Mm -hmm. takes full control of her hand and it is very evil dad-esque and it's just like he's just trying to pull her away like getting her as far away from the house Mm -hmm. and then she forces her hand her bionic hand into the blender so it like fucks it up and like cuts off the finger what she doesn't understand is that her wedding ring is actually the one ring to rule them all yeah and it has to be, she can't get rid of it until she casts that entire hand into the fires of Mount Doom. And that's where she actually does escape. And we go into a Lord, the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy of Grace traveling to Mount Doom. Damn. It turns out that Grace is Auron, actually. I mean, Weaving? Actually, <laughs> no, she's she's Hugo Weaving's niece. That, that's perfect. <laughs> In real life, she is related to Hugo Weaving, who is Elrond. Samara Weaving. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay. No, that's not what's happening in this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not doing a Grey Havens or, again. Or a backdoor, like, a backdoor prequel <laughs> that fits somewhere in the timeline of the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings universe. Somewhere in there. Oh, I can do it easy. Samara Weaving is actually Deagle, the person that uh, Gollum, ch- the half half Gollum chokes to death to get the ah, ring the okay. first time. So, uh, <laughs> um, a little bit, of, a little bit of the Silmarillion you might have yeah. missed. Um, we found these papers from uh, from Tolkien's uh, from Tolkien's uh, antique desk. These are the chapters Chris Tolkien doesn't want you to see. Okay, so I mean, I think at that point she does. I mean, we don't really need to flesh out the end. It is just a lot of like very fast paced. She's hunting down people and like, I oh here you are, father in law. I'll rush you and make you like stab me or cut me or something. And then she leaves and goes to find somebody else. And it's basically just like hunting down to make sure she gets everyone so that she is a hundred percent it. And then we have to write the song, the tag song. Run, 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 and hope they do not tag you. We'll just use that. We'll just use the same song, but we'll work in the word tag instead of. Well, what I was wondering to make it a little more, a little more gory, and also to make. The fact that her getting cut is part of like the win state for her or like the like the mm-hmm. what if any of them cut her, they die like immediately like like that they, they, okay. they explode or that's good. or maybe or maybe start bleeding from the I don't know if we need to do the gusher blow <laughs> the, the gusher explosion. No, like, no, no. But maybe it's like they start bleeding from like their eye sockets or oh, something. Eyes, mouth, yeah. nose, it's ears. Like they just fall apart or maybe they get very dry and then they just crumble. I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I like this idea visually of eyes, nose, mouth, just a splitting switch as their body dries up like their bl- all of the blood is just leaving them that way like but so like as happens the body just dries up and turns into like pff, like a mist yeah. or a powder rather or dust yeah. they get buffed then she is it, it it makes the movie like really interesting in the back half because now instead of trying to get away from the person who's it you're trying to find the person who's it right oh yeah she's hunting them yeah now. and they are trying to avoid tagging her right you know like <sighs> I've got a really stupid idea. Okay. Go ahead. She, so she does the thing with the blender, right? Mm -hmm. And now they're like where the hand used to be. There's like a sharp, just like metal bit. As somebody tags her. So she's it. They die. She tags somebody else, cuts off their hand, 
right onto the spike and so now she can use that hand to tag somebody oh else. my god because it's, because log- like there's still the logistics of okay i'm tagged that person died i'll tag that guy he's not gonna die he can't tag me back so she kills him takes the hand and carries i him. was thinking about that like oh because if only one person can be it right at a time right so but this way she can kind of like like she comes up to like let's say one of the characters is played by um like the mom of the of the family is marina Bacarin. who's that uh oh she's in firefly uh she's the consort or whatever oh yeah uh she's also in gotham she's in everything she's in deadpool so she's like the mom so what'll happen like arguably she comes up and like cuts her so she's like dead or whatever and then takes the hand puts it all like this so it's like okay great or you kill me so oh you got me i'm it and what, i'm trying to think of how this works so i have it in my head of her like using We're... the hand like, okay great you're it take the hand now i've got your hand and then i stab you or make you stab me or whatever like it's i still... think we're um one-upping jk rawling on wand lore <laughs> complexity with yeah. this but uh, um, yeah like it's like if i tag you you're it now but then like technically i'm it or something <laughs> like right yeah i think i think it works i think i, I like the idea of Let's, these, these... <laughs> let me put it this way we logistically in the movie it will yeah, work it w- we're just not going to describe to you the logistics right now because it's no, boring but, and that's the only reason but i i imagine these sort of like duels where she is it and then she tags someone she like mm-hmm. does like acrobats or something or like some flips or something and like tags someone and then now they're it and then they're trying to get away from her at that point because they can't or they can't kill her and then and then after they're it she grabs them and jams their knife or sword or whatever into herself right right? and she's slowly getting all these wounds all over her body and like somehow she's he has to keep on going right yeah we could theoretically cut out i like the idea of the immunity but we could also work in the idea of because we talked about no tag backs as like a thing that could also be like a death like death true it's doing a tag back so she tags somebody and then immediately makes them like tag her and it's like no tag backs and they die yeah that's a good moment that's a good mo- i think one person dies that way because i think because yeah. i think you can only use that line why once <laughs> it's like no tag backs and then right. they like crumble and die well but it works with the fake hand as well like she could just kill one person and take their hand because the hand is not isn't hers it's somebody else's so it's like oh that guy tagged you you tagged me oh okay so would you say after <laughs> after each death she takes that person's hand again like she like like does she keeps taking yeah. the family member's hand so and we'll do uh we'll do i think she just needs the one really. okay like the first one she just needs the first person's hand because then logistically it's like we'll say the dad who's who's playing the dad in this um, let's cast that real quick uh, just top of your head first i i know who it is um it's the guy from uh it's uh the guy from shameless and also uh oh uh yeah 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 uh, oh man if you hadn't asked me i could have told you what's um, his name william, h. william macy. h macy yeah it it is william h macy yes okay so she she gets him right he tags her accidentally or whatever and she finds out what happens so she takes his hand puts it on so now anything that happens with that hand is basically william h macy tag okay so she'll come in she's it she'll cut like um whatever it'll take a little bit of logistics still she kills one person whatever uses the hand and makes it it so she can tag with that hand and make them tag her okay with their blade and then that way then it kind of is like a and maybe she just every so often just like nicks the hand uh with the knife in, like the william h macy hand it's like okay now he's it here we go let's do it again yeah 
I like that. I, lo- I love this. This is great. This sounds really good. See, this is this is the over the top that I think still fits the movie. Maybe not exactly in the tone, but like an, a heightening of the of the ridiculousness. That's well, and I, not the devil is controlling me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I still. I oh no, we're still doing the thing with the ring and LaBelle, like the idle hand thing. Just not as much of like the oh, it was a transplant with like a murderer's hand or something like but that. But I like this like setup. It's not like her versus the family, really. It's her versus LaBelle, right? You know, like it's mm-hmm. like. It's this constant struggle between the two of them, this constant rivalry. Like, I love that. And all these people were, I guess, complicit in this pact. So they're, they get, they have to die, I guess. And maybe she gets Elle out. Do we want to just have Elle kind of... Because we haven't really talked about her at all mm-hmm. as a character or any part of the film plot. Yeah. I don't. Do you think she's, like, she's close to... Who is she closer with? like within the movie is she closer to l or chad or both because like she's married to chad right so well grace is grace is married to chad yeah i think like once he i think once chad like reveals himself as the betrayer she like wants nothing to do with him and like he's sort of the ringleader of the whole thing right well and i think l is sort of like she's okay with doing it mainly because she just thinks it's for the good of the family sort of right oh does she know then she knows about the deal um that's what I think we need to decide on. Like, if it, I don't think she does. Okay. Because I think it, it makes Chad's villainy greater. Yeah. If he's acting, he made this unilateral decision and is willing to sacrifice her. If if L is kind of like, eh, it's for the good of the family, it doesn't really work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the first half of the movie where they're doing the game, or the first half of the game that they're playing the tag, we're following L around like we did Grace in the first okay. movie. While we have scenes of Grace kind of also figuring everything out. Well, at the end, Grace comes out just swinging and it's basically like, hey, try to funnel as many of them this way as you can. And then they kind of like together okay, manage to get everybody. Like that's how they kind of together they hunt everybody down. Yeah. Um, how does she convince L of everything? I guess. I mean, it's basically she's convincing L to murder her family or like kill her family, right? Like, oh, I mean, Grace decided to kill her family in the first one after sure. this extremely intense night of everybody attempting. I mean, it's kill or be killed. I think it's not. We could save L's husband or wife for last. Um, that way, then there's that moment. But also, I just I feel like after you've been hunted for sport. In a blood game for two out, I mean one hour even, you're pretty much ready to fight for your life, yeah, or give up, like fight or flight, whatever. Like it's one of the two. I don't know if it's very much like a I need a I need convinced, yeah, <laughs> to kill these people who are attempting to murder me in a satanic ritual. Yeah. I think like at the beginning, like Al just think it's oh, it's just a game, right? It's just a game we're playing or whatever. Like, um, yeah. and then I think she eventually sees something. It's like what the. F- like maybe she sees one person like cut grace or something. I don't know. Like I, I think like if she doesn't know, then we need to have a scene where she be- finds out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe mm. she, I don't know. It, Cause we do need the exposition then about LaBelle came to me and I said, no. Yeah. So grace gives L that exposition before we would ever get Chad's exposition. Yeah. We could also change his name from Chad. I just picked up. Nah, Chad's great. Sounds like a, sounds I can't see Grace ever marrying a Chad. Yeah. Um, um, but I don't know. Like, and I, I also like the idea of like, I don't know, that everything Bale arranged in her life up to this point has mm-hmm. been his control. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Because what are the chances? That's actually, what are, we could have some scenes of near the beginning of her being like, I don't 
remember putting this in my purse. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Like the hand, like to to hint at the idle hand scenario. Maybe she's a the idle hand scenario. Sorry, the idle hand scenario is a t- trademarked uh, Equalizer's band mm-hmm. name. And I think like the ring that Chad gives Grace is. Oh yeah. Okay. What if it is the? What if it is like a ring from the Dumas family? Maybe it's not the same ring. It's the same ring. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because it would make more sense that she wouldn't be wearing that ring anymore, but she would be wearing Chad's ring. So he gave her the same ring. She just didn't. Yeah. Or it's a different ring, and it's part of the Dumas family. Because I, I don't know, like I, I would think she would. At that point, we're, we're at that point we're we're, splitting we're, hairs. we're getting a little granular, but yeah, yeah. The ring is the, the thing. ring is the thing. Is, yeah. So um, he gives her a copy of the ring on VHS. Yeah. That she wears on her on her ring finger. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I think we we've done it. I think I, mean, she, I think we've I think they, we've done it. I guess maybe. Um, I, I do want to retcon. I don't think she's killing the family. I think she's just making them tag her because I think she wants them all to know. Like, no, I want you to have to wait until dawn. Yeah. Knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because that just seems more like her killing them one by one is satisfying. But honestly, the most satisfying part to me of, Ni- of Knives Out, of uh, Ready or Not, was watching them explode one by one. Hmm. And this just cartoonish gusher explosion. Like, I was just like, fuck yeah. This is awesome. Like I, I, it's one of the few movies where I want everyone to die gloriously. Like, like fuck all of you. I want you to die horribly. And then I'm like, I'm actually very satisfied with the conclusion of this. Yeah, I like. I mean, I think it makes the scenes more interesting if they die when she's tagging sure. her. Maybe, maybe we have like maybe Chad or like the husband. Maybe they're at the end, and then like she was. Oh yeah, okay, that works. That that works. Yeah, yeah I think they both watch their husbands explode. Um, I guess what protects L from it. Um. Same, I mean, the same sort of hand waving that protected Grace the first what time. What if, um, because Grace is protected already, right? What if she gives uh, Elle the ring to wear and it protects her somehow? Like, um, hmm. maybe that's the ticket because it's it's the ring of the Dumas family or Dumas family. It protects her from whatever the deal is. Like, she's she's basically collateral in the deal at this point. I have an idea. Mm-hmm. And it's a little dumb. Okay. At the beginning, we'll make some joke about Grace be like, well, if it goes sound like my wedding did, I've got I've got you covered. And she like pats her purse or something. And later we make another reference to it later. And at the end, she like finds that purse, like she has it on the arch, and she's got actual like annulment papers. Oh god. Like legally, like a legal divorce or annulment that day or whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I think that'd be kind of funny. But I also get like we can do something more symbolic than just like I I, I think I got actually. a good fix to this. So we were talking about We just don't ask questions. <laughs> so it's going back a little bit, um, but as I don't think it really affects anything really. So instead of it being chad's sister um l being mm-hmm. chad's sister l is marrying chad's brother therefore she could be out of the family with the annulment papers at the end it's, it's gotcha. the same thing okay. so yeah 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 so it's the same so l's being set up the <clears throat> same way grace was in the first one yeah then that way chad's brother and chad are part of the same family so they can all die but l can live still if she okay. it's the same it, it's the same way grace gets out at the end of the movie the first movie but yeah. um i think that works and i honestly i'd be fine if we didn't do the dumb annulment papers thing like i'm kind of fine with the hand wavy i mean you did it you were you you survived like congratulations you, the shitty family is gonna die now but you get to live because you like survived but i'm, I'm also fine if we want to make it a more fine point of like um, what if um to make it a little gory Ooh. 
Although it would be kind of funny. Sorry, one last thing. It would be really funny for that as well. A moment of like, I don't have a pen. I don't, I don't sign it in blood. Like the oldest, <laughs> the oldest contract signed it in blood. Yeah, that's good. Which actually would be really cool. Like that would also make more sense for the devil honoring that annulment before dawn. If it's signed in blood. That would work. I like that. Um, my other, the other idea is that maybe L mm. also has a ring. I know there are a lot of rings going around in this movie, but, um, and it's on her. I mean, there were nine given to the Lords that's, of Men. That's so. true. That's true. Um, <laughs> what if like Grace's ring, L mm. can't get her ring off. Okay. And if she returns the ring to Chad's brother, Chaz, that's Chad and Chaz. Mm-hmm. Oh my and God. And they're twins. Yeah. I mean, you're right. They're definitely Chad and Chaz. And they're both played by... Justin Long. Justin Long. They're both played by Justin Long. So El, so Grace is like, I know how we can return the ring. And then she cuts off Elle's finger as well. Um, and then she they throw and she gives it back to Chaz. And then that's the end of it. And then they explode or they die or something like that. What do you what do you think about that? Uh, Sure. I mean, I was kind of looking to avoid cutting off fingers and hands. Well, not hands, because I just explicitly came up with the whole system of hand cutting. <laughs> You're Randy on hair, hand cutting right now. <laughs> I'm Randy for handy cutty. Um, <laughs> but my point is, I was looking to get away from mutilating Grace and or L. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that they get hurt and probably like cut and hurt badly by things. I'm not sure. saying that they're like completely spotless. But like the the gunshot through the hand thing was a little excessive for me in the first one. I was just like, we didn't need it. And then the nail thing on top, I was like, this is just a little too much for me. So like, I'm not saying we can't have excessive, like some scenes of a little bit more excessive cartoony gore. I'm just like, they're already hunting these poor women for sport. Like we don't maybe need to also then mutilate them. But so how um, far up the arm can we go for it not for it to be okay with you? (laughs) Like elbow, elbow down. It's like, we'll just cut off all your arm. Uh, yeah, I think it's something like that, whether it be the annulment papers or the ring or the finger thing. Yeah, I, I mean, if we're going to go with the same logic as the first one, the ring would have to come off before dawn mm-hmm. or before Chaz explodes because it's like that his branches turn in line. So I think, honestly, I, I think it'll be better if they're trying to pull this off uh and it's not working and l's just like just cut it off okay and then they cut the finger off she bites her oh no and she spits it out it's not Gollum. a lot of lord of the rings crossover right now are we sure are we sure it's not a backdoor lord of the rings and then grace and l get on a boat to the gray haven there we go and we're done but no i think then l just be like just cut it off but at this point i think we can just use whatever the spike is that where um grace's hand used to be just kind of do like a surgical like what if this whole thing it sort of was a dream a frodo on his way to the gray havens (laughs) 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 gandalf i had the most wonderful dream and i thought margot robbie was in it for the longest time what if l is okay i'll let you i'll let you kill me for the good of everybody he she steps up to him he goes to stab her she puts her hand up and lets it go through her finger it cuts her finger off she's sure. returning the ring sure. to him and now she's no longer married that's fine i i'm not gonna fight you on that even though it is way dumber than what i had to say what i said but i'm not gonna fight you that grace cuts it off this the uh, the aiming like yeah go ahead ha ha 
I'm fine with it. It's stupid, but it's I, good. I, I think I, I think it's a better scene um, in my opinion. Okay, I think we I think we're we're about an hour twenty now. I think we did it. Yeah, I think we did it too. I, I generally like this though. I think we did it. I I, I mm-hmm. oh I think we did it as well. To move from the hide and seek to tag and this continual battle between Grace and LaBelle. I love it. So I have a I have an idea for what we call it. I mean, mm-hmm. no tag backs isn't the best like sounding title, but it's appropriate like ready or not. I was gonna say ready or not colon you're it Ooh, ready or not you're it is very good that's it that ready or not colon you're it done that's very good and then the song is mm-hmm. the song at the end is mm-hmm. and i ran i ran so far away couldn't get away touching me touching you tag you're it bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah either of those or a mashup remix of both of those or both of them at the same yeah. time. We'll figure yeah. it out. Hey, Madison, for, after I finish this sentence, go ahead and just put in a quick the edit of those two audio clips over each other for the listener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they said defeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have the title, so if we did it, that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us. People can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast. You can contact us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com, and we have an Instagram. It is the underscore equalizers. Uh, we would be appreciative if you would go online and give us a review and a subscribe. Again, just tell like one friend about it. Just like get out your phone that you're listening to this on. You're probably getting at it anyway to skip through me asking you to do this. Just like look at the top contact that you just texted last and be like, hey, you should listen to the equalizers. Wait five more seconds of silence just in case they try to skip through it. And so you're still talking about it. Gotcha. And so just. <laughs> yeah, just tell a friend, just the, the last person you texted or message, just send him a quick, hey, you should check out the Equalizers podcast. Yeah, we're, we're down for all recommendations. We're, we're open to everyone, except if you suck. Uh, and as always, we spell that E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S like in sequel. Like in sequel. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song, Two Steps Strutting, off their debut album, Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S. Like oh, it. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> their, full al- <laughs> their full album is available on all streaming services now. Madison Jones, what are we doing next time? I have an idea. If I... I don't know. It's it's a weird one. I actually have a few ideas. If you're let me pull up the list. Uh, I mean, I okay. So I have three listed here. If you want to hear what I've got for yeah. next time, yeah, as options, um, Spiderwick Chronicles caught my eye. Okay, this one has been on the the places where I go for digital movies, like to purchase them and stuff. 
Uh, this has been on a deal for a while, and I had totally forgotten about this movie, Flushed Away. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that. Um, I haven't either. Uh, the other one I wrote down, because we have talked about it before, and we did say that we were going to have to do it because we talked about it, is uh, Don't Mess With the Zohan. <laughs> uh... I'm not saying we have to pick from those three. I'm just saying those were ones that I had pulled out of the list or otherwise as like... This feels somehow this feels right. I was looking, uh, I think we threw around the Green Hornet. Yeah, we've been kicking that one around for a little while. We were going to do that. And then I saw the Door of the Explorer movie, mm-hmm. which then immediately usurped that in place of my next pick. Yeah, we've been throwing out Osmosis Jones a lot. I think we've talked about that a lot over the years. The Spiderwick Chronicles is interesting. <laughs> it, 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 it interests me a lot. So I'd be... Spiderwick Chronicles? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Next time, tune in as Madison Jones and I fumble blindly into the Spiderwick Chronicles. So, for the Equalizers... I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Madison, I can't see you. You don't see us. Now you do. But only if we want you to. Wait, are we doing Now You See Me? No. Do we continue? (laughs) First take your favorite leg, and then you kick it up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really start breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it, you barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man, now follow my lead, and we'll do that two-step strut. Come on, dance with me.